This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 44, How to Deal with Panic When You Speak English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Don't be a deer caught in headlights. Today, get six ways to deal with panic in English conversations with native speakers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Aubrey, what's going on? Not much. I have a question for you. Okay, I had a feeling. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I want to know, when question? is the last time you like panicked? Like hands sweaty, mouth getting dry, and just panicked about something? Oh my gosh, that's a good question. I can't really think of any specific moment. Oh, that's a good thing. I'm jealous. I feel like it happens oh. to me on the daily. <laughs> really? Oh my gosh, yeah, wow. Well, I could imagine a like a hypothetical situation if, like, um, if my dog got out of my control and he Ooh, ran yeah. away, I would definitely get that way because my dog is fearful and I think he would not... Like, We actually picked up a lost dog last week and we found a lost dog and we found his owner, but my mm. dog would just run for the hills and he'd probably get eaten by a coyote or something. Like, He's too fearful. He would not let anyone apprehend him. You know, it's probably for the best so that he'll stay close. <laughs> yeah. We I mind always my kids is my kids will just like take off, especially oh. when they were littler. And if you lose a child in a crowd, I can't think of anything that will instill panic faster. Oh, my gosh. And so what is that? Let's talk about panic for a minute because our listeners are going to this is a human experience. What does it feel like? Oh, for sure. Your mind is racing, thinking of all the negative possible outcomes, right? Yeah. Your heart is beating so fast. Definitely. Mm like mouth is dry and you just you're having a hard time keeping your thoughts together I think your kind of thoughts get jumbled and um, you have an intense physical reaction as well as a mental reaction so to have both of those combined is tough to handle yeah it's a very biochemical process that happens right right? you can feel it and oh we all know it we know it and I think a lot of our listeners might be struggling with this happening when they are speaking English Yes. Right? I know uh-huh. when I was first learning French, I remember a few times having to speak on the phone and panicking mm. because I couldn't understand them very well. And I didn't mm. really have the vocabulary that I needed to, to ask them to repeat or clarify what they were saying. Oh, <laughs> so no. I would just sort of panic and hang up. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So we definitely need to have the vocabulary. And today we're going to show you guys six strategies that are going to help you deal with this moment when you feel that panic. And maybe we'll skip ahead to that one and then we'll come back to the others, awesome. right? Is having a list of questions to get repetition, right? Because yes. if you had had those, Aubrey, you could have continued that conversation, but you had to hang up instead. 
Yes, exactly right. You need a list of ways to like, could you say that again? Or I'm sorry, what was that? Just a uh-huh. native natural because that, that definitely happens. Sometimes the line cuts out or, you know, you miss something. Even natives are asking someone on the phone, especially to repeat. But even in person, if you don't understand, you can ask them to repeat. Or if you're not sure you heard correctly, mm-hmm. you don't want to panic in a situation like this. And it makes me think about the um, IELTS speak exam because we're always telling our students that Mm -hmm. they need native natural phrases for asking for repetition or clarification because this is going to happen. There will be questions on the speaking exam that you're not sure you heard correctly. There's a word you don't know and your Mm -hmm. score does not go down for asking for that repetition or clarification as long Mm -hmm. as you have a natural native way to ask, right? That's so good. So if you haven't heard that tip before, that means you're not listening to IELTS Energy (laughs) because I feel like we talk about this pretty often. So make sure you're subscribed to IELTS Energy. Jessica and I are giving so many good tips about getting the score you need on IELTS wherever you listen to your podcasts. I love it. So good. So guys, go over, check that out. That's so good. So I'm actually surprised that you don't lose points by just asking for repetition. I feel like a lot of students might not know that if they're not preparing with us, you know, for Mm -hmm. the IELTS exam. So that's a lot of students assume that that's kind of a common myth that if they if Mm -hmm. they ask for clarification or repetition that their score is automatically going to go down because it shows you're not fluent. Nope. As long as you aren't pausing and hesitating and panicking, you're fine. Your score will be unaffected. You just have to have a native and natural way to ask for that repetition. Love it. That is so good. So whether you're in a test or whether you're just on the phone, maybe um, make sure you have a way, a list of ways to ask for repetition. Let's go back up to the top. So the so the second uh, suggestion is what, Aubrey, what can we do to calm our physiological reaction? breathe, right? If you focus on your breathing and have measured controlled breathing, it will calm your heart rate somewhat. Mm -hmm. It will calm your mind. So, you know, take five deep breaths and then you'll be able to think more clearly about what you want to say, about what your next steps are. Yeah. And so that's something we can always do. And you could add to that, maybe putting your feet on the floor and feeling your feet, a little bit of mindfulness practice. And I would also put a plug in here for just a daily meditation practice, right? Um, Definitely. I have a meditation practice right now. It's not daily, but it should be and it it needs to be (laughs) Um, because that way what that does when you have a meditation practice, maybe it's 10 minutes a day in the moments when you're not panicked, you actually teach your brain to increase the response between like the space between stimulus and response. So you're actually going to panic less in those moments. Does that make Uh, sense? Yes, for sure. It does make sense. You have to train your brain. Train your brain to relax and not go into panic mode right away. So we kind of get away from the brain stem, like the the archaic brain, like the lizard brain, right? The, oh my God, panic sweat. That's the old brain before humans evolved, but we can actually meditate and teach our brain to live at a higher level and relax more in those for moments. Sure. I even think yeah. about like, you know, when there have been situations where I lose one of my kids for a minute mm-hmm. and, you know, a mom looking for a kid, if she's screaming and panicking, then it's taking mm-hmm. more time for people to understand how they can help her, right? Yeah. And so to be able to to be Mm -hmm. calm and calmly explain to someone what's happened and what you need help with is going to save precious time. So this is applicable in every situation where you might be panicking to take those breaths, Uh calm down, right? But even Mm -hmm. with language, if you're on a phone call, for example, and you're panicking, you're not going to be able to think of what you want to say next. You're going to miss what they're saying. So yeah, just feel your feet on the ground, take those Mm -hmm. breaths and, and be in the moment. 
Yeah, I mean, panic is really just not very productive, right? right. We just exactly. we can't panic while coming up with a way to connect, while coming up with a way to solve the problem that's at hand, right? So, yeah, so this is this is the key: being prepared, having a practice, knowing how your mind is gonna react and how to combat that, right? Yes, exactly. Um, and so we talked about the third thing being asking the person just to wait, right? If you're on the phone, maybe you're talking to a customer service rep, just put the phone down, count to 20, ask them to wait and start again. And you can do this when you're face to face with someone too. Just say, hey, I need a minute. Let me think about this. Just give me a second, right? Yes, for sure, right? Or if you're um, purchasing something in a store, I could I can see a situation where, you know, if you're kind of panicked, you don't know what to say, just let the person behind you go next. Give yourself mm. a minute to get your, you know, thoughts in order and Mm. yeah give yourself that time another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of slash talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. That could be a good strategy too. Just step back. Why do you have to stay right there and be in the be in the moment, be under pressure? Step right. back. Let someone take your place. You know, think through these things before we make decisions. Right. Definitely. Yeah, I love that. And yeah. so this one, clarify. Asking for clarification is very related to asking for repetition, but the difference is pretty key because mm. just like on the IELTS exam, if you think you didn't hear a question correctly, you're going to ask for repetition. Like, could you say that yeah. again? But yeah. if you know that you don't understand a word, if there's a vocabulary you, word you don't understand, if you just ask them to repeat it, that doesn't help you understand that vocabulary word. Instead, right. you need to ask them to say it a different way. Say, mm. oh, I'm not sure I understand what that means. Can you clarify, please? Or, oh, or okay. you can paraphrase and repeat back to them what you think it meant to make mm-hmm. sure you understand. Yes, exactly. You know. So you're confirming what you think you heard to make sure, and then you can start to answer and you can keep engaging. So there's a lot we can do without being, you know, deer in headlights, right? Exactly. Do you like that expression, Aubrey? I mean, have you yes. heard that expression before, deer in headlights? Yes, well, and I've seen deer in my headlights and <laughs> they do make that face. I've had to swerve to miss deer in the mountains. And it's just so appropriate for this situation where you it feel really like... <laughs> That panic feeling of, oh, this is going to be bad. Hey, guys, it's happened to all of us. It's happened to me in Japanese and Spanish and French. It's happened to me in life and other situations, right? We can empathize. We've all been through this, oh, you yeah. know. So it's a human experience. All right. Is there anything else that we can do? We have a few other tips. Yeah. So to ask them to say something in other words, because even if you Mm -hmm. just say, can you clarify, please, they might not realize that you need them to use different vocabulary. Mm. So the way you can say this is, can you say that in other words? I'm not sure if I'm understanding. Yeah. You know, and don't be afraid to like, let's say they use the word um, assessment. Okay. Okay. And you're not sure you know exactly what that means. You have maybe an idea. You can just say, you know, I'm not sure what assessment means. Can you say that another way? Something like that. Mm. Let them know the word that you are confused about. Native speakers don't mind. I've had, you know, I've done this in the languages I'm learning and I've had people I'm talking to do this and I'm almost flattered. I'm almost, you know, maybe it's the teacher in me, but I'm happy to help. And whoever you're talking to is happy to help. 
Oh, for sure. And there are ways, guys, we could do another episode, Aubrey, which we should, to mask that you completely don't understand the word. Like, for example, something that native speakers will do is they'll say, what do you mean by X, Y, Z? Totally. Right? And that that is a way of, you know, maybe you don't understand the word, but it also could mean, I'm, I'm trying to see how you're using that word. Mm. So it's a little less than just saying, like, I don't understand literally what that word means. There's ways you can hide from completely showing you don't know what it means. That's a really good strategy, especially <laughs> at work, right? If you're like yeah. in a business meeting, a situation where you don't want people to know that you didn't understand a word for whatever reason, mm-hmm. then yeah, that's a great strategy to say, what exactly do you mean here by assessment? I love it. I love it. And then there's not, no substitute for good old fashioned practice. Right, Aubrey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just put yourself in these situations. You know, this is our next tip. You got to put yourself in these situations more often because the more, as we talked about in another episode earlier, the more mistakes we make, the better we get at, you know, at being in these situations. Yes, okay? exactly. I could think yeah. of just recently, I, not that long ago, I was in Mexico and we had lost my son's shoes on the beach. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I went and I was trying to find them and I was trying to use my Spanish and, and yeah. um, everyone kept speaking to me in English because their English <laughs> was better than my Spanish, even though we're in Mexico, you know, but... And so then I finally started asking them, um, oh, can, you know, would you mind speaking to me in Spanish? I really want to learn. I really want to practice. And then mm-hmm. they were so great about it. They were so kind. And Aww. and I, it was almost like they were proud of me for trying to learn Spanish and for trying, right? <laughs> we know cool. that feeling in English as yeah. well. But sometimes, yeah, if, if someone's... Um, if their language is better in a different language, they might have a tendency to respond to you. You might have to ask them like, oh, I'm trying yes. to learn English. Can you, you know, can you let me try? Can you, can you yeah. try speaking English to me? That might happen. Exactly. Get into that situation for sure. Practice, practice. And then you can also simulate these situations with a teacher. So maybe your first step yes. is that you go in, you create a role play, or then you extend the role play to be more spontaneous. That's step one. And then you go out into the real world, you go to an event in English and you practice it. Right? Yes. Oh, I love that. Right. Have a chance to practice when it's really low stress. And mm-hmm. then you're going to be confident when you're in a situation that's just a little bit more stressful. I love it. So good. All right. We have solved the problem of panic. Guys, don't be a deer con in headlights, right? right. That's the key today. <laughs> um, all right. This has been great, Aubrey. Thanks for hanging out. And guys, you know, make sure you follow All Ears English. Hit that button to follow this show. Subscribe to this show. Whatever you need to do to make sure you don't miss. We, we put out four episodes a week of All Ears English, and we believe in connection, not perfection. Cool. Yes. Awesome. Thanks, Lindsay. All it's right. been fun. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.